You're listening to the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast with Matt Curtis. This is the podcast that helps you take your creative team from wherever you are today to healthy and effective. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me this week on the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast. This week we conclude the burnout series where past Matt, who has walked through and is processing burnout, is sharing with us what exactly it looks like for us to respond to burnout. This week we're talking about conquering burnout. And this for me is the most hopeful episode, mostly because it gives you some clarity into two things. One, there is no magic formula. And I know that may not sound encouraging, but For me, that was encouraging. I spent a lot of time researching how to bounce back from burnout. And what I found is that there is no silver bullet because the contributions to burnout are different for every person. And so what this episode really talks through is it talks through different things that may be helpful for you. I know one of the things, I'll just bring it up now, but one of the things that often gets talked about in the context of burnout is, oh, take a month off, go take an extended vacation. I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't do that. And I think I even say it that way in the episode. There was no way that I could afford to take that much time off of work. And the problem is that just getting away doesn't always solve the problem. So there's a lot of different things that I talked to in this episode. But if you're at this point in your career where you're like, I just don't know if I want to keep going. I just don't know if this is a good thing. I hope that you can hear something in this episode that really helps you or encourages you. I know for me, I've shared this with friends. I've shared this with people that I'm working with. And to hear that somebody else has gone through this process has been very encouraging for them. So I want, to, I want you to hear this from me now. Find a way to connect with me. Go to lunchtimeheroes.co. Shoot me an email, matt at lunchtimeheroes.co. I want to figure out a way to be helpful to you because burnout is something that is far beyond just professional. So listen to this episode, Conquering Burnout. I hope that it's helpful for you and it encourages you that you can, in fact, overcome this. This week, I want to talk about practical ways we can position ourselves to conquer burnout. Yes, that's right. Burnout always seems to be this thing that we sort of give up against and we assume, well, burnout's happening. I guess everyone loses. Nope. Here are some of the things that I have found to help position us to be able to combat, it's a battle, combat burnout. First, it is super helpful to have a relational baseline. What I mean by this is a group of people that knew you before you burned out or before you were moving toward burnout. What you wanna do, and my hope is that this is catching you before you're in these throes of burnout, But even if you're in the midst, even if this is something that you're struggling with and processing through, these tools and these approaches are still helpful because they're going to give you a perspective. And that's what you need, a perspective shift. So if you're not at burnout yet, build these and you will be more likely to avoid it. People who knew you before you're burned out because you you want to be able to walk through what you're walking through with people who know who you are. That's really important. You need people that know who you are because they're going to help you recognize when you're not who you are anymore. A willingness to allow a perspective shift. It's going to sound silly. I know for me, I really, really wanted to change my perspective. But what I lost sight of was I don't think I believed that God could. I kept thinking to myself, yep, really want to change my perspective. I'm going to do this. That'll change. I'm going to do this. That'll change. Oh, I'm going to do that. This will change. No, no, stop it. Like 
Yes, there are proactive things that you can do, but just sit and mull on the fact that your perspective can actually change and believe that's possible. It means forgiving. It means confessing. It means long conversations with God. It means you need to back up and you need to gain some perspective. Again, that's why this network of people is so helpful. Our gut typically says we need to move closer to analyze a problem. That's just, that's not helpful. That's not going to help you get out of burnout. Sometimes it looks different for me. I mean, fake quit. Not sure I'm going to recommend that, but it did its job. I remember coming back and somebody said, man, it was like you had this junk built up in the garbage disposal and quitting flipped the switch. And all of a sudden, it's all gone. And now all of a sudden I have a perspective shift. Some people will vacation in a dramatic way, not just to take some time off and hang out at home, go on a vacation. I'm a huge fan of visiting a different church. I think sometimes learning something new can dislodge some of the things that are stuck in your mind about processes or approaches or whatever it is. What you need to do is you need to change the way that you see. When I was in college, I was in a photography class and we were assigned a project that it bothered me. I just, I wasn't into it. We needed to hold the camera up to our face for 30 minutes straight. And we needed to look through the lens. I thought it was a silly project and I kind of goofed around at the beginning. Ultimately my, I guess, integrity, I don't know, embarrassment of the project wore off, whatever you want to say. But I began doing the assignment as it was instructed and about 10 minutes in, man, my eyes changed. I began to see through the viewfinder in a way that I couldn't see in normal life. Now, what was powerful about it is when I took the camera down, I could still see that way. I could see an image that I wanted to capture. It was training me to see differently. That's what you have to do. You need to find a new perspective. You need to train yourself to see a different way. That might mean training yourself to appreciate people. (laughs) It might mean training yourself to be kind at first response, not frustrated. That might mean assume that the project that's being asked for is good. That might mean a whole slew of things, but it means a perspective shift. That's what needs to happen. Another thing that is very, very powerful is you need to clarify your values. What's important to you? Are you in the church to serve or are you in the church to be served? You have to clarify what that means. Because if this role is about you using your skills, not you serving the church, man, you're going to run into problems. You're frankly, I would just say you're in the wrong role. You're in the wrong industry. We don't work at the church to serve for the church to serve our skills. That's not why we're there. And so calibrate on that. Because honestly, if you come to the conclusion, man, I don't, I want to be, I want to be a graphic designer. Like, I want to pursue the trade of mastery in graphic design. Great. Do it somewhere else. The church is not the space for you to do that. In, in, now, you may find a church that values that. So I have to caveat that. There may be a church that says, we want this to be our highest value. Man, that's fantastic. Look for that job. Find it. Get it. Move on. But you can't warp the current organization that you're in into a mold 
that you are building for it. That's not your role. It's also really helpful to get organized. Organization is one of the really critical things for me that has helped me protect my time and identify where some of my tensions are coming from. Me getting help with prioritization, that's another one. Figure out what's most important. It's a really important piece of this. If you're spending your time working on the wrong stuff, you're gonna burn out. At one point I had a conversation with someone who felt like the deadlines were just continually coming. And I'm looking at the deadline, the list of deadlines. I'm like, that's, I mean, that project's not due for two months. And so I don't really know why that's a concern. Well, prioritization helps. This is a big one. And there's a lot of like sub-concepts. Get connected with scripture. And I don't want to be that guy who just says like, hey, you should read the Bible. But also, hey, you should read the Bible. Pray. Spend time in prayer. One of the things that was really important for me, find things that you're thankful for. Uh, one, one of the things my family does is every night before bed, we share one thing we're thankful for about our day and one thing that we're thankful for about who God is. And we have to share something every day. Sometimes it has been said, I'm thankful that the day is over <laughs> and that's okay because it's something that you're thankful for. What it's doing is it's beginning to pivot your brain into identifying things that are good not just focusing on things that are bad. Something that I was, something shared with me in a conversation recently that was really powerful for me. Every church will heal you and hurt you in different ways. Man, it's so true. I think sometimes when we get hurt, we get defensive and we get angry and we want to run. We want to lash back. But to know that wherever you are, that will happen in some way, I think is really honest, I guess. (laughs) That's what was really so striking to me about it. I think often people say, oh, we're the best church at the, oh, we're just so good, all these things. Oh, I mean, we're Christians. We can't be bad at anything. We can't make mistakes. We can't hurt people. Honestly, it's going to happen. I mean, I've not been a perfect boss for everybody that's worked for me. My hope is that I've made people better. But honestly, I don't know if that's the case with everyone that I've worked with. Man, I hope so. But I'm just, I'm a human, just like everyone else. As our perspective of of who we are around begins to become more real, it allows us to recognize that, yeah, you know what? Every church will heal me and hurt me in different ways. But when we allow that to be something we acknowledge, it changes the way we respond. I think it's helpful to process this question Do you believe that God can restore your situation? Because we're talking about God here, not your situation. Do you believe that God is big enough and powerful enough? Not saying he's going to. I'm just saying, do you believe that he can? I don't, I think I stopped believing that. And I think in some senses, that was a piece of what I needed to learn. Not to say that the circumstance was orchestrated for that purpose. But I think for me, I really needed to understand for my own benefit, for my own growth, for my own correct understanding of who God is, that he is capable of anything. I needed to see that. And I did. And I feel fortunate that I did. What small step can you make that will show that you actually believe that, that God can restore your situation? Can you let a project go? Can you identify a frustration very clearly and let go of it? Can you identify maybe some of the burdens that you have not been hired to carry? Is there something that you can do in that space to let go? 
I'm actually going to begin introducing a new episode every week, and I'm going to call them, uh, I haven't decided, I'm going to call them either Daily Quest or Weekly Quest. But the idea here is I'm going to challenge you every week, super short, my goal is two minutes, we'll see what happens, but that's my goal. I'm going to give you a challenge. Hey, this week, every day, I want you to write down one thing you're thankful for. That's it. This is why that's important. And here's a piece of scripture that points as to why that's important. This is what we're trying to live out in our lives from a biblical perspective. And I'm going to, I'm going to release those every week because I want to challenge you in a really simple way to begin making some of these pivots toward not just avoiding burnout. Yes, that's what we're talking about. How do you combat burnout? But also these just help you get better at your job because your countenance is better across the board. Some other things to combat burnout. Consider your company. Who are you hanging out with? Who are you spending time with? And is the conversation, the tone, positive, negative, helping, hurting, you know, assess that. Also, consider your company, (laughs) but this time your job. Consider, is this the right fit for you? It's okay to not fit in an organization. Nothing wrong with that at all. So consider that. Um, A question that we like to ask uh, around the office, have you done everything that you can to fix it? Have you exhausted your resources, your ideas? I find that we give up real easy. That's just my, that's my perspective. As I've gotten older and as I've matured in my career, I've found that I'm asking my questions to my boss three or four questions past when I used to. And so I'm going to try a whole lot more before I give up. That actually helps me avoid burnout because it allows me to fix so many of the problems that I would otherwise have just elevated and been frustrated by. You need grace, but so do others. Man, that, I don't know if I know how to articulate how humbling it was for us to return. Look, I remember having a conversation at a well-branded coffee shop, sitting out front and just saying, I, yeah, I mean, we want to come back. I think we can do it. And just to know that leadership was considering what was best for me, not just, yes, let's get him out of this situation, but what's best for you? So the question wasn't, I mean, yeah, let's do it. The question was, is that going to be good for you? Man, I needed that. I needed somebody to care for me in that way. And the reality is so does every other person that you encounter every single day. They need grace, just like you need grace. One of the kind of profound statements that came in a conversation with with someone was, man, everybody wants grace for themselves, but judgment for others. Man, be the opposite. Be gracious to everyone that you see. Focus on your focus. Again, put down burdens that don't belong to you. I can't even tell you how helpful that is. That's been the difference coming back for me. I would say that's probably one of the key ones. I have been able to let go of the things that are not mine. There's a project that I care about that isn't going the way that I think it should go. And I'm able to say, you know what? It's been entrusted to someone else for this season. If I become in charge of it, then I will have an idea of what I'll do, but it's not mine. And that's okay. Next, manage reality. Sometimes we're frustrated about things that aren't real. We're frustrated about problems that aren't ours to solve. We're frustrated about issues that aren't even real issues. You know, we have something 
coming down the road in a year and a half. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, we can start planning, but I shouldn't be frustrated by it because that's not where we're at right now. All I can do right now is to help us prepare for what's coming in the future. And then I think it's, I think it's unfair to have the conversation about burnout without asking this final question. Is it time to leave? If your values aren't in line with the organizations, honestly, it's not going to work. If you feel that there's an opportunity that's presented itself that just looks like a great fit, great, man, do it. That's fantastic. Like embrace that. That's not a loss. That's not betrayal. That's just practically seeing a need that you're gifted and skilled to address and filling it. Man, praise God that he's gifted you in that way and that opportunity has come up. So don't ever feel like all of these things are meant to just lock you into place. (laughs) You got a great opportunity, do it. When people leave the team that I'm over, I celebrate with them the things that they're going to because that's how God works. He moves people. You know, I, we're, in a, we're in a culture now where people are moving more than ever. Great. Get over it. <laughs> That's good. Celebrate with them that they're doing it. And you may be that. Maybe it's time for you to leave. Maybe there's an opportunity that God is going to provide for you in that way. The bottom line is this. You can do it. You got this. Yeah, it's difficult. It's a challenge to fight against the waves and the onslaught of burnout. But if you make some... I would argue pretty minor tweaks or pivots in your life, in your behavior, the way that you approach problems, the way you see things, man, you got this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leading Healthy Creative Teams. This podcast is just one of the ways Lunchtime Heroes helps build healthy creative teams in the church. Stay up to date on the latest by signing up for the Creative Bites email at lunchtimeheroes.co.